Hello and welcome to Solo Travel with Darren. This is episode number 38 and today is going to be probably one of the best episodes of this whole podcast because I'm going to be telling you about the best website out there for you um, if you travel overseas and particularly if you travel by train when you get to Europe. And what and usually I'm not really talking about how to travel on a budget or to save every penny and all that, but one of the best ways that you can save money when in your transportation when you travel in Europe is by taking a train. And the way that you learn how to take a train is by this website, which is the best website on the internet for travelers by by for for any reason. Um, every traveler in every travel forum, every podcast, every YouTube channel, every traveler references this website for train travel. It's called Seat 61, just like it sounds, S-E-A-T-6-1.com. Seat61.com is the website that you go to to learn everything you want to know about traveling by train along across the world. And usually what I try to do on this podcast is only tell you about stuff that I've done through personal experience. And so um, I don't really talk about anything that I haven't done, you know, done myself. But when it comes to traveling by train, everything that I'm telling you, yes, I've done it, I've traveled by train, but everything that I know about and everything that I learned and how I knew what to do all came from this website, the uh, Seat 61. The actual title is called The Man in Seat 61, but it's seat61.com. That's the website. But anyways, everything I've ever learned about traveling by train came from this website. And what's interesting about it is that I'm from the west coast of the U.S., so there's not a lot of trains out here. We don't take trains. I think I probably took my first train when I was in Europe back in 2006, when I was probably in my early 30s. Um, That was the first time that I took a train in my life. And so once I started traveling again about five or six years ago, um, I, I started to look into trains like, cause, cause once you get over there, once you fly from either New York or LA or wherever, once you fly over the ocean and you get into London or France or wherever, after that, the, the, the countries are relatively close together. Not, not as close as they look like on a map, but relatively speaking, they're pretty close together. So it's always an option to take a train when you get there. And so that's what I did. Um, in the past five or six years, I've traveled by train from uh, Prague, Czech Republic to Krakow, Poland. I traveled by train from Tallinn, Estonia to St. Petersburg, Russia. I traveled by train from St. Petersburg, Russia down to Moscow, Russia, um, also down there. And I think I traveled somewhere. Oh, and I also traveled from Zagreb, Croatia to uh, to Budapest, Hungary, by train also. And so those four, and maybe there's another one, but those four at least, um, I have experienced traveling by train over in Europe, and that's what I'm going to talk about today. 
and how you can use this website, seat61.com, if you ever want to take any trip in Europe um, by train. And so let me get into it right here. So first of all, what's the the website, he goes through the um, the advantages of train travel, which is pretty obvious. And I might have talked about that once before. Um, I know I talked about traveling by train back in episode number five when I was talking about the customs card traveling from Estonia to uh, to Russia. And I think I was talking about the um, the border between those two and what I had to do with the customs card. But if you haven't heard that episode, go back. It's episode five, I believe it is. It talks about my disaster or near disaster um, of not filling out the customs card um, getting into Russia. Another story entirely. But um, so, but the, the advantage of train travel, as far as I'm concerned, is um, the one, it's a lot less stress than flying. I mean, even if you're a veteran flyer, um, it's nothing like getting on a train where you don't have to take off your shoes, you don't have to go through security, you don't have to be there two hours early. You don't have to do all the procedural stuff to get on a train that you do to get on a, uh, to get on a flight. So everything about going by a train is so much easier. And as far as I'm concerned, the the best thing about flying, but um, the best thing about traveling by train is that it drops you off and it starts in the city centers. And so for somebody like me who's traveling, you know, by myself and I'm staying in the center of town wherever I go. Um, to be dropped off right there and being able to walk to my hotel or my Airbnb or whatever is so convenient. Um, instead of having to, instead of flying, whereas if I fly, I have to take a either the train out to the airport or a taxi out to the airport or you uh, Uber out to the airport, which is usually 30 minutes outside of town, and you have to do that an hour earlier. You have to get up an hour earlier. Um, and so it's just so inconvenient flying when the train, you just walk from your hotel to the train station, you get on the train, it takes you to your next destination, you get off in the city center, walk to your hotel, and that's it. Even if you have a, uh, a and again, I can't, I'm sure I could figure out the math of it, but at some point, even if you have a six-hour flight, or I'm sorry, a two-hour flight or a three-hour flight, a six-hour train ride might be faster given everything that you have to do to get on that two-hour flight. but And then also, it's cheaper, too. It, it's, it, traveling by train is cheaper than you take your basic flight from, I don't know, uh, Paris to, to Barcelona, Spain. It probably costs you 110 bucks, 120 bucks to fly. It probably costs you 30 bucks to go by train. Usually, if you if you book your ticket early enough, you can usually travel for about half the cost of a flight over there in Europe, and so that's one of the reasons why a lot of people do. Um, another way that you save money by flying by train or, or, or traveling by train is that if you take an overnight train, you save yourself the cost of a hotel. And so, if you think of the hotel, that's going to cost you one hundred twenty-five dollars a night. Um, if you get on a train for $21, $25, and you just go to sleep for six hours or seven hours um, overnight, you just and you wake up the next day and you're there, then that saves you the cost of a 
uh, of a hotel. I took an overnight flight, uh, overnight train from uh, from Prague to Krakow, and that was great. Like I said, it was like a six-hour flight, and then I, I mean, six-hour train ride. And I woke up the next day in Poland, and so, um, and then I took also the 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 train that I took from uh, Estonia to Russia. That was just a regular five-hour uh, train ride that I went I went to. Um, I don't. It wasn't an overnight train, but it did end up at night when I got there. And then the one that I took from St. Petersburg down to Moscow, that was a high-speed train, which got me down there. I think in two hours. I can't remember what the distance was, but I know as the car. I think the train was going 200 miles per hour, if I remember correctly. But anyways, it was so convenient. And those are the three different types of trains that I took. Um, a lot of people like the overnight trains. Um, I like the high-speed trains, it was, and but I guess, you know, to each their own. So anyway, so those are like the, the advantages. And also the the um, the, the train is safe, too. It's, it's just as safe as flying. I mean, there's been no incidents of train uh, accidents. As far as personal safety goes, I've never had a problem with anybody trying to steal my stuff or never been worried about um, any type of my things getting taken or personal safety or anything like that. Um, it's completely fine. And the reason why it's completely fine is because in Europe, everybody takes a train. I mean, for, I mean, people who lit, travel from Venice to Rome wouldn't even think about flying. They would, they all just get on a train and go. Um, and so it's, there's such a way of life over there. You don't have to worry about any type of um, personal safety or hazard or theft or anything like that. Sure, um, check like where you're going and maybe in different parts of the world if you're on a train or if you're on a super, super low budget train, something like that, there might be an issue, but your basic train in Europe, um, you're going to be fine. Um, so, and that's, and again, all you can get all this information from this website called seat61.com. Um, that's what everybody goes to. Again, that's I went to it probably 70 times before I got my first um, train ticket in in a Czech Republic, and I did exactly what they told me to do, and everything was fine. Um, one of the the tips that he gives you on the site, and I don't know if it's for every destination, or every train place, but he tells you that sometimes if you go to the local um, the local country's website. And book the ticket to there, book the ticket that way. You can save yourself about eighty percent on the actual ticket price. I did get my high speed t- plane, my high speed train uh, ticket from uh, Saint Petersburg to Moscow. I got that through the Russian um, National Railway. I think it was. It was all in Russian, but I just used Google Translate and just translated translated it all. And I bought my ticket there, and it was pretty cheap. I think it was like forty dollars for the high speed thing when it was probably like a hundred and something dollars regularly. But um, but that's a tip that they tell you is they say try to get it in the local language and on the local website if you can, um, and then and it'll be like I said about eighty percent cheap cheaper. Um, while I'm thinking about it, I will tell you something. I just got done telling you the advantages of train travel, which is it's super. There's super low stress. It's cheaper. You can save the cost of a hotel. It drops you off in the city center, and it's safe. Um, those are all the clear advantages to train travel. The a couple um, disadvantages from the, what I can think of 
is that the, first of all, the train doesn't go all the way through nonstop. The train basically stops at different stops along the route. So you, you're not going from point A to point B. Well, you're going from a to point A to point B, but along the way there's um, probably a dozen stations maybe that you have to stop at to let people off and let people get on. And that gets annoying kind of if you don't, if you're not used to it. I mean, it did for me. I mean, I'm used to it now, but I didn't, I, I didn't know about that when I, the first train ride I took. But it, it gets, like I said, sometimes the train will go for 30 minutes and then stop at the next stop. Sometimes it'll go for two hours and then stop. But that stopping and starting um, is one problem with train travel. The other problem is, and again, if you, in, you can prevent this if you look at the the descriptions and the um, the the writings on this website c61.com. It's sometimes if you get a ticket where you're on the train, the sometimes you get on a train where the seats face opposite on each side of the train, and so you could get on a train where you're seated basically backwards. Um, you're kind of going backwards as a, the train's going forward instead of being like on an airplane where everybody's looking forward for the plane. Some seats on the one side, they're faced backwards. So if you don't like traveling backwards, essentially, on a train, then you can make sure that you get a seat that is forward facing. And again, the guy on seat61.com tells you, you know, what to look for, how to, you know, what numbers are facing forward, which ones are facing backwards, um, all that. But nevertheless, so that's one problem if you get on a, a seat that's facing backwards. You get used to it after a while, but it's still kind of weird. Um, so that's the, the t only two real disadvantages that I can think of of traveling by train versus traveling by air. Again, if it's you know if it's a super long distance and you don't want to be on a train for ten hours or anything like that, um, then obviously take take a plane. But um, anything less than like I said up to five six hours on a train, that's perfectly fine. Um, and so once you uh, once you get on the site on seat61.com. You can put in to where you're traveling from and where you're traveling to. And there's like so many options, so many cities that you can pick from. Um, all the all the things that you, all the places that you would think of in Western Europe, Eastern Europe. Um, I believe there's routes in Asia and South America and all that, but I haven't looked at all those. But I definitely looked at all the ones in Europe and Eastern Europe. And there's all they're all there. And it just gives you like a couple paragraphs on what the the flight, uh, the, the, what the, the destination is, um, if you take the train from, say, uh, I don't know, Sevilla, Spain to Madrid, it tells you about three paragraphs of what that train is like. It'll tell you what the, the it'll tell you what the whole route is on the page, um, but it'll section off kind of that, that section that you're looking for. So if you're looking again from Sevilla to Madrid, it'll tell you all about that, that section. Um, then as you kind of scroll down the page, you'll see that that particular train may go from after it may go from Sevilla to Madrid and then go up to Barcelona and then into France or wherever. Um, but you're just looking at what your specific your specific destination is for. And so you can just go there. Um, and then the, the he has pictures of the trains. He has pictures of the scenery. 
Um, which is another thing I forgot to say on the advantages of train travel is obviously you get to see the scenery as you go by. Um, you can't see anything in a plane at 35,000 feet, but the scenery from the plane from the train is, you know, obviously great. And so that's another advantage I forgot to talk about. But anyways, um, so on this on the site, he has pictures of the trains. He has pictures of the dinner cart. Um, pictures of pretty much everything. Not not for every destination and not for every train, but um, enough to like so you get an idea of kind of what you're looking for. I mean, I knew exactly kind of what I was looking for when I was getting on the train in Prague, Czech, my first time, and in all the other times I got on trains, I pretty much knew exactly what to look for. Um, my first time. And I might have mentioned this before, but my first time getting on the train um, in Czech, I didn't know about the cart numbers or the train numbers. And sure, as I'm sitting here, I walked up to one of the carts and I asked the conductor, you know, where's cart number 77 or whatever it is. And it was probably two football fields down the down the way. So um, I didn't really know how to look on the train to figure out the cart, the I guess it's the cart numbers. Um, I'm not sure what they call the different sections, but nevertheless, though, again, that that took me a while to get used to, and finally I did, obviously. Um, and then also he talks about on that on the website, C61, is he talks about whether or not you should pay for a rail pass in Europe, like the, the package deal. I guess you get a bunch, I guess you get a pass to jump on and off the trains all throughout Europe for a certain amount of time. Or whatever, and he talks about whether or not those are a good deal or not, and I don't think they are. Um, you can look on, you can look into it, look at the reviews and all that, but I think there's a big difference between if you're 26 and under or 26 and over. Um, I think if you're 26 and under, the price is I want to say nine dollars maybe or ten dollars, uh, or maybe a little bit more. Um, for the pass, and I think he says that it's worth it for people under 26, but. Once you get over 26, I think it's a lot more, and it's not worth it, um, unless, of course, you have you know particular needs. But anyway, so he gives you all those tips and tricks and all that, which, again, you pr- probably can't. I mean, I'm sure there's other websites out there that do it, but this is a website that every travel forum, everybody who talks about travel on the Internet knows about this website for train travel. Um let me see if there's anything else here that I want to talk about. And, oh, he also tells you about the the best time to book your trips. Um, as Americans or I guess anybody who wants to travel or maybe has a once-in-a-lifetime trip over to Italy or something, you want to plan for that probably a year in advance or something like that. Well, to get a train a train ticket... You can't get uh, you can't get it much more than 120 days in advance. Most of them, I think you, you you have they don't even open up the schedule for probably 90 days or maybe 60 days. So it's hard to book in advance. I mean, some places you can just go down to the station and buy your ticket. Well, mo- well, all, all places you can go down to the station and just get your ticket. But again, if you're planning a trip overseas and you're trying to plan ahead, then you know, you want to get your ticket as early as possible. And then most of the train systems, you can print it out and take it with you or just download it on your phone. Um, at least in, you know, at least in 2020, I know he has information up there from, you know, earlier, but um, now in 2020, I'm sure you can put all that stuff on your phone and just take it to the, uh, to the conductor. Um, 
And then, uh, like I said earlier, he tells you how not to book train tickets through third-party services. Uh, always go to the train operator itself, to their website, or well, the same thing. Sometimes the trains are operated by the national system, so you have the national train system. Um, you go to their website also. So always go directly to the the source instead of a, a third party um, to get your ticket. And that's the again that'll save you a ton of money as far as you know looking to save, uh, save money when you're traveling by train. Um, but anyway, so that's all I have to say as far as that goes. And again. Um, everything that you've heard is what I experienced, what I looked at when I was on this website. I, I followed it to a T. Um, I went back to it many, many, many times. Um, I went through it slowly as far as when I was booking my tickets to probably all four of my train train uh, tickets. Um, and everything was fine. Not, not one problem at all. Um, so I think that's probably the best advice I can give you is if you're looking to travel in Europe and you want to take a train ride, which I think you, which you should, um, at least one leg of your trip, um, use this website, the, the man in seat 61, it's seat 61.com is the website. Um, and that's it. So like always, if you enjoyed this episode, please leave me a review and a rating in Apple Podcasts, and also check out my new website, which is solomailtravel.com. And then finally, like I always say, um, if you have any questions or any topic suggestions or anything like that, um, let me know. Um, send me an email at darren, D-E-R-R-O-N, at solomail.com, solomailtravel.com, and I'd be more than happy to answer any questions that you have and all that. Um, again, if you're listening to this now in September of 2020, or if you're listening to this in the future, um, feel free to shoot me an email. I mean, I know we're not traveling right now, but hopefully you'll remember this episode, especially this episode. Um, if you're traveling, if you go to Europe and you want to go do some backpacking and you want to jump on a train, this website will absolutely help you. Again, it's called the it's called seat61.com, um, and that will help you. Again, if you have any questions, um, shoot me an email, darren at solomailtravel.com. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you next Thursday. Bye.